Hey, what's up, you bunch of geeks? It's Alex and Maggie, so Ooh. set your phases to fun. Yeah. Makes me a little bit sick every time I say that. I do wonder whether we're perceived as a Star Trek podcast because of that. Well, great. Now we have to completely reimagine our intro. Right, new rebrand, guys. Geeks and Marriage dead. <laughs> this no! is now Trekkie cast. Let's be honest. Geeks and Marriage is already dead. How dare you, madam? We have... I dare. One listener that we know of. Hey, Gary. Yeah. We did promise him there would be a quiz in this one to see whether he's listening. You'll be tested, bitch. So, welcome to this latest episode. Sorry we didn't do one last week. We couldn't be bothered. So We're busy. That's what we were. I spent all of Sunday in bed just recovering. I'm not sure if that counts as busy. It does in my eyes. <laughs> so that's why we didn't do one, guys, because Maggie's lazy. I was here in front of the oh. computer with everything set up, ready to go. And I was like, hey, Maggie, do you want to record a podcast for our lovely fans? And she was like, no, fuck them, they can starve. So you got Maggie to blame. Wow. Really? Really? You well, want to start this episode off great, really, don't you? I, I always get the, the crap, to be fair. It's not my fault. Honestly. So, today... You do you want to take it away, Alex, <laughs> since apparently you're the only one who cares about this podcast? I mean, I can. Go for it. Maggie, would you like to tell the people what we're talking about no. today? No. See, you heard it here first, guys. All right. Yeah, I'm not just making it up. Maggie, would you get to tell the people what we're talking about today? No, I wouldn't. It's your intro. Make it count. <sighs> I see what I have to work with. So, today we're going to be talking about uh, the first season of Jack Ryan mm-hmm. over on Prime Video, which I, I think is its actual name. <laughs> Amazon Video, Prime, Netflix. So... We're going to be talking Amazon about... streaming service. There you go. Prime Video. So we're going to be talking about Jack Ryan on Prime Video and also something that we're super psyched about. Are you super psyched about it, Maggie? Yeah, I'm pretty psyched. I'm pretty psyched. super psyched. Well, I guess I'm not as psyked as you then. That's because you're more of a Trekkie. It doesn't matter. It does. I'm still so, somewhat psyched. <laughs> so a new TV show that's been announced called The Mandalorian. The Mandalorian. DeLorean. Which is a live-action Star Wars TV show, um, which takes place in between episodes six and seven. So it's after the fall of the Empire, be- before the First Order came around. Which is a great idea. Which is generally a story that needs to be told, for the yes. love of God. Um, but we'll get to that in a bit. Really? But, You're yeah. going to stop us on the roll here? Yeah, I am. Because I want to get out about Jack Ryan first. Really? Yeah. You're teasing people like that? Yeah. Oh, that's just mean. You know, I'm a tease, baby. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, goddamn. Wow. Wow. That's terrible, Alex. I know. I'm can going you even to hell. hear me properly? Because I can't really hear myself in my headphones. I can hear you fine. Cool. So, since Alex decided to be a buzzkill. Buzzkill. And Buzz Killington all over the topic that he just started off with. Buzz Killington. <laughs> Let's talk about Jack Ryan. Jack Ryan. John Krasinski. Krasinski. All right, put your dick away. (laughs) (laughs) You sure you don't want to go get changed and put a towel in your seat? Hey, he looked fucking hot, okay? And I was already attracted to him before he was Jack Ryan because I totally loved him as his lovable little goof. So, if I said that about a woman, it would be a big deal. 
you found John Krasinski a snack. To be fair, I, like snack with two C's. Definitely, that doesn't work. Definitely a yes, man does. crush. I would say mm. John Krasinski mm. is one of my. I have a lot of man crushes. It's kind yeah, of worried, really. <laughs> Every time I'm like, oh, he's definitely a man crush. I'm like, fucking hell, it's another one to add to the <laughs> list that's just ever growing like my dick, apparently. <laughs> John Krasinski, <laughs> Carl Robert Urban. Jr. I don't know if Robert Downey Jr. is a man crush, you know. Oh. I think it, he's, I just like him. <laughs> Fair enough. He's just a cool dude. Who else is on your man crush list? Carl Urban. Yeah, but who else apart from that? Because I know Carl Urban and John Krasinski, but like, who else? That's about it. I've, yeah. I've, 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 I've crushed it lately like i've reevaluated <laughs> the man crushes I've, I've reevaluated my man crush list like you know what you can go you can go you can go. swipe left or right whichever one is the dismissed side on i don't know grinder so True. so yeah i yeah yeah anyway carry on. without getting about, distracted yeah i was gonna say talk about getting off track anyway jack ryan's awesome mm-hmm yeah, he is. I swear to God, I'm going to glue your leg shut. <laughs> hey, he's sexy, okay? That's all I'm saying. But also, if it's If we a have sex show. tonight, uh, we're not having sex tonight. <laughs> because you'd be thinking of John Krasinski. You said that the, the, when we watched the first episode. And did we have sex? Yes, we did. Did we? Oh! <laughs> that's lovely, that. <sighs> Can you not make this about our marriage for once? It's a Geeks and Marriage podcast. What do you want? Can we stick to the geek side? Thank you very much. Hey, if you keep your... In your pants. <sighs> Fine. Fucking damn right. Let's talk about the acting, darling. Great acting. As opposed to the eye candy. He's good. He's a good actor. We didn't think that we could take him seriously in like a serious role. Yeah. I, I guess what? It fucking works. Yeah, like I was watching the trailer and like everyone at work was saying, oh, watch Jack Ryan. It's really good. And I was like... I'm, I'm not sure how seriously I can take John Krasinski. Because mm. obviously, generally, he's a bit of a just goofy. Mm-hmm. Like, he was in... Teddy Bear. Yeah. He was in The Office. I, most people apparently will know him actually, from The Office. He was apparently actually, like, when you look at, back at it, he was actually a douche in The Office. He was, yeah. He's a dull dick. Oh, right. <laughs> but that's right. all made it funny. Right. But, yeah, but he was like... You can't imagine him, you know, from the office. Yeah, he's always played as like a CIA. Agent he's been in officer. a couple of he's been in a couple of rom coms as the like heterosexual friend to yeah. the main woeful side lady. Character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was always the best friend kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, yeah. And he was always so nice. <laughs> as in the character. But not this is him. the thing we we haven't seen uh, a quiet place. Oh, that's true. We really wanted to see that. Got to see if it's available for <clears throat> obtaining. Um, but yeah, like I, I wasn't sure how seriously I'd be able to take him. But after seeing him and Jack Ryan, even the first episode, I was like, okay, oh, yeah, yeah goddamn, this guy, he's yeah. great. Like he's awesome. He's he really, really good. He, he is fantastic. Although I still everyone question, in it is great. I still question the whole premise of like just because he was the first accountant to notice these things, that he would be taken along to everything, I feel like that wouldn't actually happen. I don't know. It depends what they needed in the field right there and then. Plus, obviously, with the military background and everything, well, yeah, but he, still. he could have handled himself. Don't get me wrong, probably not super realistic, but none of it is. Well, yeah. It's because it's Tom Clancy. But it's really good. It's really well written, I thought. Yeah. No, I... Um, I was worried that I was going to get bored and kind of lose track of what's going on and it would just be a slog to get through. Um, but it was really good. Yeah. And there were some scenes that really, like, 
like there were some scenes that I cried at, but not because they were sad. Mm. Well, kind of, but just impactful. Yeah, yeah. They really managed to capture. It. And actually, we were talking about um, how the so you will see this from the first episode, but there's a lot of um, like scenes that take place in Syria. Syria. Yeah, I think so. Um, and they use a lot of the native Arabic language for a lot yeah. of the interactions, and it's so like interesting to hear it that way because like it's melodic it's, it's, I it's also so arabic like, is so melodic but the really sad thing to me is that i hear that and i immediately associate it with something bad yeah and that's yeah, yeah. really terrifying like that i can like that i've even though i've never like consciously no. associated that language with terrorism at the same time i hear it and i'm like oh my god that's like two guys what are they communicating about i don't know yeah and i think it's pro- probably more a fear of the unknown because it's nothing like any language that i've heard before yeah, yeah, yeah it so is i a... can't decipher it because usually like with european languages or anything like that you can kind of tell because context, if you know something you can... yeah but that's a completely different language yeah it's great and that really scared me about myself and I, it, you know that's like but it, it i think that's good because I think it's, I mean, the the it's not great with the premise because actually they do make them be terrorists. So that doesn't yeah. help with the perception. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's still interesting. And it still looks at like different parts of the military and stuff, which is quite interesting as well in terms of... And it's, it's not just a straight action. Flick. No, no, not at all. There's not that much action in it, really. No. If you look at it retrospectively, there's not no. that much no. gunfighting and... It's All more about psychology stuff. and... The, yeah, it's more about how they operate. And it, it shows you a little bit of, like, how the Americans operate over there. And it's yeah. kind of scary to think about how much insight they have into everyday life of, like, citizens and stuff over there. That's why they have the largest defense budget in the world. Yeah. So more that, than the next six countries combined. Really? Five of whom are America's allies. And America still tops them all in defense. <laughs> But yeah, it it gives you an insight into how they operate because obviously there are times where, you know, you'd like to imagine they can just go in and liberate, you know, these people and all that kind of stuff. But it's not how it works. Like you you have to work with some really sleazy people because Mm -hmm. they know what's what. They know the way around. They know who's who. They have the kudos. Exactly. Um, So, you know, you have to work with these people instead. And that's one thing that... Uh, Jack Ryan doesn't really have the stomach for. Yeah. Because obviously when Greer's kind of taking him around and Greer knows what the crack is because he's been there before. He's like a field agent. Greer is his superior, by the way, guys. Um, And he's, you know, Greer's taking him along with him to um, find a mother and her two daughters, to cut a long story short, who have run away from their husband, who is the leader of the terrorist faction. Oh, you gave away so much. That's a spoiler. Spoiler alert. So I'll put it in the description. Um and yeah, so they're on a hunt to find these women and Greer kind of knows the avenues that they would go down mm. in order to escape with yeah. the people who would smuggle people out of refugee mm. camps. And like, even the people who run the refugee camps know this is happening, Yeah, but they let it happen for what they think is a good reason. Yeah. Because it's like, they come to the refugee camps, we have to bounce them back to where they come from. But if they get smuggled into a different country, that's quote unquote out of our hands, you know? Yeah. Um, and they have to work with like the slavers and mm-hmm. the traffickers and the pimps and mm-hmm. things like that. And it's really, it's dark and it's sleazy. Mm-hmm. And Jack Ryan just fucking hates every second of it. Yeah. And Gray has always been kind of just no nonsense about it. He's like, look, this is how it works. If you don't have yeah. the stomach for it, go home. Like, yeah. y- you have to deal with it. And there's a couple times where 
Jack Ryan snaps and mm-hmm. <laughs> beats the shit out of one of these like yeah. human traffic. I think guys. he's almost like Jack Ryan, as much as he's presented as having a military background. I think he's more like what we would react to the whole situation. Yeah, as, he's, like, he's much less. I don't know. He's much more human. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? He doesn't yeah. have that part of his brain that's like, I have to work with this person. I can't yeah. just. No. Mm-hmm. I can't just like beat it out of him. I have to bribe him and work yeah. with him and mm. make him promises and things like that. Mm. Which is why the world is how it is now. But, um. But yeah. Um, fun fact about Jack Ryan as well the second season was commissioned even before the first one aired because it, they believed in it so much, and I'm not surprised. I'm now seeing balls, it. Man. And to be fair, you know, you have John Krasinski as the lead and you have Tom Clancy's stories, it's going to be a success. Oh, so th- that was like. There was no question about that in terms of should they have pushed it through or not. Because... Yeah, like everything Tom Clancy does is excellent. I, most of you guys probably know him from all the video games that he's yeah. made, all the uh, Ghost Recon and all that kind of stuff. And the storytelling he has um, in those games is absolutely incredible. Mm-hmm. So when it was a TV show, I'm like, yeah, this is, this mm-hmm. is probably going to be great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, overall, I think... Into the first, like, I think this is the first Amazon Prime original show that I've watched. You've watched Preacher, haven't you? But Yes. Uh, I didn't enjoy it for a... Well, it's not that I didn't enjoy it. I just didn't have the motivation to keep watching it. As a Preacher. Yeah. yeah. Like, I watched a few episodes and I was like, yeah, this is good. But mm. Yeah. Mm. I could kind of live without knowing what happens yeah. next. But if someone had it on, I wouldn't mind watching it, you know? Yeah. Uh, whereas, you know, so this was my first exposure to a... Amazon original and it really stacked up which is interesting because it seems like Amazon and Netflix are succeeding at their originals which is interesting because like for example Mr. Robot everybody raves about that and that was an Amazon original one yeah, of the first yeah. few that came out so they seem to have had some good success kind of the flagship TV show really yeah uh, Mr. Robot but I have yeah. heard uh, yeah I've heard really uh, I've even heard that Man it. in the High Castle is good yes I've heard some pretty good things about that I think actually it was Gary at work who told me about really? it <laughs> shout out to gary again um but yeah i've I've heard that i mean i've heard a lot of their tv shows are amazing mm. um yeah, yeah I'm, I'm not so disappointed I'm just, so I'm just, far. I'm just like you know i'm just saying like it's interesting to see that these subscription services are actually producing some really decent content compared mm-hmm. to regular like networks which yeah. aren't really right now there's nothing new but there's nothing again, fantastic i feel like i feel like a lot of the times we miss out on some shows because we yeah. don't really get as many of them over here yeah that's true being over at the base in the uk it's obviously it's a different we'll netflix and yeah we get doctor who <laughs> yeah which we'll talk about in the next episode wink, wink, nudge nudge because we, we saw the first one when it premiered and there's another one tonight that just aired so well, we'll give you the scoop on both of those next episode so tune in for that <laughs> <laughs> Well played. I know, I know. Such a good segue. Such a segue. And I see that Alex is Googling the uh, Lord of the Rings TV show, which was also was bought by Amazon Studios. I was saying so. if there was any more news about well, it. There's nothing more, is there? No. Well, we'll, we'll do a quick interjection here with the Lord of the Rings TV show update. I'm not sure if we knew this already, but it's going to be about young Aragorn. We knew that it was going to be about that side of the of Middle-earth, but we didn't know that it was going to be about him specifically. So, yeah, it's going to be about young Aragorn, basically. Hmm. Um... They have signed a deal for five series, <laughs> seasons Christ. already. Uh, Two hundred fifty million dollar deal with uh, five the seasons already. Tolkien um, studio, yeah. 
Jesus. Five seasons. <laughs> they are really confident. Uh, so yeah, apparently it's going to be based on Young Aragorn. It's going to be taken from Tolkien's appendices and notes rather than anything from like novels and things like that, good. which I think is really cool because the appendices are where a lot of the backstory detail yeah. comes in that never comes across in books or films. Yeah, no, so that's a really good Tolkien idea. Tolkien would have written an entire backstory for Aragorn and you know his his entire history from being a um dunedain 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 ranger i don't know if it was dunedain at the numenorean dunedain ranger to becoming king of gondor essentially mm. and obviously he was the heir to go the, yeah. you know he had a legitimate claim to that so him running away from home and becoming a mm. dunedain ranger who's watched over by legolas and all that kind of stuff so that'll be interesting um, and it'll tie into the last hobbit film really Exactly. Because Legolas went to find him. Oh, please tell me Orlando Bloom's not going to be CGI'd again to look young. <laughs> Gosh darn, that man needs to just give up. Oh, so apparently a couple of actors have ruled themselves out of appearing. Andy Serkis as Gollum and um, John Rhys-Davies as Gimli. Apparently mm. not not wanting to really be in it. Uh, apparently though, Ian McKellen has said he'd be down for coming back as Gandalf. Of course he Because said. of course he would, because he hasn't aged a goddamn day in about 30 years. <laughs> Like, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. That's a good quote, yeah. So he's on the, the Graham Norton show. And apparently Graham Norton... Norton? Graham Norton said something about someone else playing Gandalf. And he's like, no, no. <laughs> what do you mean someone else playing Gandalf? He's like, uh, Gandalf is over 7,000 years old, so I'm not too old. <laughs> I love that. It's so good. That's so <laughs> good. Like, he hasn't been asked to return, but he wouldn't want anyone else playing the role, basically. Which I yeah. love. That's fantastic. That's a good idea. Um, so, segueing into new TV shows, talking about Star Wars. Star Wars. And we hinted at this ages ago. Yeah. Because we did mention oh, that there did. was an unnamed Star Wars John Favreau project. That was it. There was a TV show. Oh, yes, because it was going to launch the Disney streaming service yeah. as well. John Favreau's Oof. Star Wars TV show. And we were like, oh, John Favreau is amazing. But then again, Disney. Blah. Um, but now we've gotten some new looks at it. We know what it is. So it's going it to be called The Mandalorian. The Mandalorian. So who he voiced quick, in Clint Collins. He did. He voiced uh, Pre Vizsla, who was the leader of the Death Watch, who are the militant wing of the Mandalorians. Um, quick historical breakdown i'm just i'm just gonna be on my phone for a little bit while you do the historical breakdown shall i you better be fucking listening there'll be a test on this so <laughs> gary stop making notes so <laughs> a quick historical breakdown the mandalorians were a warlike civilization with various tribes vying for power um, new government stepped in new queen stepped in took over they became an entirely pacifist race um, they were involved in the Clone Wars somewhat, but they never actually took part in any of the fighting. Um, the Death Watch, however, were a hangover from the sort of tribal warrior race times, and they lived on one of the moons of Mandalore. Um, and they were led by Pre Vizsla, who was one of the Queen's most trusted advisors, and then he turned out to be leading the Death Watch. And he had the Darksaber, which was an um, independent kind of lightsaber um, that was stolen from the Jedi arch- the temples like years and years ago. Um, he ended up fighting with Obi-Wan Kenobi and things like that. Did he die? I don't think so. I can't remember. It. He I don't think he died. Uh, if you guys want more information on this, by the way, as always, I would highly recommend checking out the Clone Wars TV show. Yes, I um, recommend it also. We still need to go and watch it. I need to put season two and we need to watch it. 
don't think he died because he was voiced by John Favreau in yes, the Clone sorry, Wars TV that's, show. That's how it relates. <laughs> John yeah. Favreau did the voice for him. Um, so when it was announced that John Favreau was doing a new Star Wars TV show, we were both like, "It needs to be between episode six and seven. Yeah, it needs to explain that yeah. that history because nothing else will. Yeah, yeah. And we were like, John Favreau seems like the kind of guy who would kind of do it. Yeah. Uh, even He'd from right. a, even from a, a business almost standpoint, to look at it and be like, "Okay, this is blatantly what people are asking for. Mm. I'm going to do that." And also, John Farrell's just very good at setting up, because um, he basically launched the Avengers like success through Iron Man One. So he's very good at looking at yeah. the fundamentals yeah. of something. So well, he, him and Joss Whedon were responsible for kickstarting yeah. the entire MCU. Yeah, yeah. Um, so him having like to look at setting up the new trilogy is a really good idea in my opinion, especially because he's just very detail oriented and I feel like he just, he's, he's so much of a geek that he can relate it to the non geeks as well. And I think he's just very good at at translating that and also at, you know, at interjecting humor at the right moments. He's very good at having humor in the right moments. I mean, to be fair, John Favreau also directed the first episode of The Orville. He did, and it was fantastic. And it was amazing. Um, and it set up the show really well. So it's like, he's very good at this thing, and having him on board is a massive win for this kind of show, because if it was anybody else, apart from Joss Whedon, I'd be worried. Yeah. But this is going to be good. So, quick breakdown of pre just to go <laughs> So he did die. Cool. He does die. Um, him and his Death Watch cronies find Darth Maul and his brother Savage oh, I haven't oppressed. seen that part of uh, Wars. He dies. Sorry, spoiler alert. Cool thing. I'm not going to tell you the rest of it. Long story short, he died. He um, did. So, yes, there is going to be the Mandalorian TV show, uh, which is set after the fall of the Empire, but before the emergence of the First Order, because in the original canon before Disney came along and burned it all, um... On their pyre of money. Sorry. Um, Alex is very upset with Disney. So angry at them. Um, before that all happened, there was a massive galactic civil war with the various leaders of the Empire all trying to collect it. Right. So, uh, we might find out who Snoke is or something like that. Do you know what I mean? Because there was like Ooh. Admiral Thrawn and, and all the rest of the leaders who are all fighting one another. We really need to watch Rebels. That tells us more about Thrawn and that whole thing, right. actually, to be honest. Well, we need to first Rebels takes Cornwall's. place between six and seven, actually, if I'm being, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, but uh-huh. yeah. Um, but he's got Dave Filoni directing the first episode of the series, but Dave Filoni is, that, is the director behind the Clone Wars and Rebels. All right, so there you go. That's a smart-ass move. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but anyway, so The Mandalorian is going to follow... The travels of a lone Mandalorian gunfighter, apparently. Um, Away from the New Republic Authority. Um, And that's pretty much all of the story that's been released at this point. Um, There's been pictures on set of, like, the Mandalorian in his full-on Mandalorian armor. Like, full-on Boba Fett. Can I just say a weird thing that just occurred to me while you were talking about what it's going to be like? It almost sounds like Firefly. It does, right? I was thinking that as well. <laughs> Which except, is awesome. Except a bad guy, technically, because Mandalorians are bad guys. Look are at they him. He, yeah, look at him. It's Boba Fett. I know, but was Boba Fett just or the Jango exception Fett. to the rule, or was well, was you he had the Death to Watch. Be? I know, but were they because Mandalorians were just the army of the 
of Mandalo, weren't they? I, I can't go into it without spoiling. <laughs> Come on! <laughs> so Damn it. Tough. Do I need to like, take off my headphones and go out the door <laughs> so you can say it? Just leave. <laughs> no, I'm not doing that. It. Okay. But then again, I don't know how what happens in the Clone Wars affects the rest of it because I don't know what happened to Mandalore. Off the top of my head, I probably read it somewhere, but off the top of my head, I can't remember what happened to Mandalore. Right. After all that, and right. the part they played in, like, the Rebels versus the Empire, for example. Right. Um, Can you not Google it right now? I'm just going to tilt the screen away. Oh, for goodness sake. Don't Google right now. This I is how it, the episodes become really, really long, because you're just there Googling. No, I'm still talking about it. I'm just trying to find this information for myself. Woman, dang it. Uh, <laughs> you can Google it after the episode. I got I so just sassy saying. just then. You just got so sassy. Man, I, I got You were sassy. channeling your sass. <laughs> so, yeah, so... Overall, that looks like a really cool project. I feel like it Rebels is. wasn't between six and seven. I feel like that was between. Well, it like, had to be. Well, I know Thrawn. Oops, sorry. I know Thrawn was in it. That's the thing. Wasn't it between like three and four instead? It might have just been happening along the same time as like six. The series takes place between episodes three and four. Ha! I told you. Ha ha ha! I don't wow. know how I knew that. I knew that for some weird. reason. Star Wars Rebels is an adventure show that focuses on a street smart teenage boy who just might have what it takes to be a Jedi and joins a small band of rebels that engages in daring versus resistance against the evil galactic empire. <gasps> uh, yeah, episodes three and four. So <laughs> it's, they, it takes place between like the dawn of the empire, I guess. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I'm going to try and uh, <coughs> obtain it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Buy it. Yes. yes, purchase it legally uh-huh. on the internet. Oh, look, a website called Pirate Bay. No, don't say that out loud. <laughs> you, s- you think that they might not monitor it, but they might do. Pirate Bay's been blocked in like every single... I haven't tried to go on it since the last time I got shut down. Yeah. Just the case. Good. I buy um, all my things totally legally. Yes, you do. So, yeah, so that, that would be really, really cool. Because I, I like when they explain lore. Mm. And that's why I like... It's more fun th- than when I just speed explain it. <laughs> no, you're, you're pretty fun when you explain it, but it's, you know... <laughs> It's different when I can watch it. Um, it's, yeah. It's always good to hear the origin story. So, yeah. So, that's that. We know, that's all the news we know about that. Um, but John Favreau is doing it. So, I mean, it's going to be It's going to be good. Because <laughs> John Favreau. We love you, John Favreau. Please, John Favreau. Come on our podcast, John Favreau. I don't even care if it comes in our podcast. If he even, like, ever even knows about our Just podcast. Just retweet. Just one retweet. Like, if it, if I would it, die. If it, if, if it even crosses his mind that there's a podcast that talked about it or like that there is a podcast called Geeks and Marriage. There's been about a hundred podcasts that have probably talked about it. I know, it. but if the, if he knows about a podcast called Geeks and Marriage just by peripherally seeing it on a screen, <laughs> I'll be happy and I can die happy. Um, I'm just going to tag him in a tweet. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So yeah. So that's going to be exciting. And we'll keep you updated as we know more. As we know releases and all that. The only thing that's spoiling this whole thing is that Disney want to use it as a way to launch their own streaming service. And God knows if that will be like allowed in the UK. So God knows if we'll even be able to watch it. Oh, uh, procure it. Um, so the ep- the different episodes of The Mandalorian are going to be directed by different directors. No, it's like Again. Joel. Yeah. Um, one of whom is Deborah Cho who did Jessica Jones. Oh, interesting. And another is Taika Waititi, who did, obviously, Thor Ragnarok, which we weren't too keen on. No. But it was a really good film, and it was really well directed, if it wasn't a Thor film. Yeah. If it was like Guardians 2, it would have been yeah. perfect. Yeah, exactly. Um, um, so he is a good director. It's weird that... The writers weren't good. It's weird that Deborah Cho wasn't, was there. Because, obviously, if she did Netflix... Mm. 
with Jessica Jones. I mean, it's still a Disney property well, technically, the but they're it's not going to be taking it. it, it so. They're not going to be taking it off Netflix, so that's interesting. Yeah, but like I say, it's it's Disney, it's Marvel, so they're like, you know what? Yeah, good. Let's let's go. Now, I don't know what the contracts work out like. Five train wrecks that we put on Netflix. Jessica Jones is a passable one. He can come join. Well, I just feel like I don't know what the contract mm. is there because surely is she maybe even she expressed if, an interest in it. Or maybe who knows? But yeah. So that should be good, because, yeah, Jessica Jones was the best one out of the Defenders yeah. standalone show, so... Should be interesting. So, yeah. Um, I think that about sums up this episode. Oh, if really? We have nothing else? Honest now? Oh, it really? it was, there's yeah. one more honourable mention, and the reason I'm adding it onto the end of this is because we don't have much more opinion than Bloch, which is that a new Aladdin teaser trailer came out, so Bloch. It's garbage. Um, I hate teaser trailers, because... They're not even teasers anymore. They're just shit. Yeah. I will sum up the trailer for you. Uh, but bear in mind, this trailer is two and a half Does minutes. Does he go towards a lamp <laughs> yes. and just touches, he touches it? it? Just like Beauty and the Beast where she just goes up to that rose. Yes. Right. So it starts so in, the, in, the, in yeah. the sand dunes. And yeah. then it goes into the cave mouth that's shaped like the beast's yeah. head. And then there's a massive treasure room. And then yeah. it's him climbing this ridiculous, massively tall staircase and picking up a lamp. That's it. Yeah. That's it's like, it's oh, like that's what happens in Aladdin? Oh my god. It's so crazy so it's, and original. So it's cra- It's exactly like the Beauty and the Beast trailer. Yes, cool. because Disney have no original thought. And apparently people are still excited over this thing. <laughs> I know. I'm curious to see Will Smith as the genie. I think it'll be pretty good. I'm not 100% sold on Will Smith in a lot of things, but he has some hits every now and again yeah. and like and him as least, the genie i think he could bring that energy and that yeah. excitement to and it at you least know? i've seen him be really excited about it which is nice yeah yeah like i know that's probably part of his contract somewhat but like <laughs> smile will <laughs> but he seemed pretty excited about it so yeah that's pretty cool so yeah, like, so i thought i would get put that on the end so we can be done with it feel free to check it out but like i said it's two and a half minutes of your life that you regret breathing so that about- <laughs> that's really cruel <laughs> maggie Yes. Would you care for the random useless fact or the good news? I'll go for the random useless fact. I knew you would. I know. Because it's about ten words. And yes. The good news is a fucking lecture. But you wrote, you read it, so I didn't. Okay, so, random useless fact, something that you can use to either break the ice or sound smart in the office, whatever you want to do with it. Or like we I do, you. bring it up in meetings and everyone's like, hey, Alex is the fun fuck guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, bitches. I, we went out on a like leaving do of one of Alex's colleagues yesterday, and the one thing somebody told me was, oh, Alex always tells us really fun facts. I'm like, seriously? This is what he's known for? I keep trying to get them to listen to the podcast so they won't, so I'm just slowly bringing the podcast to them. Like, yeah, guys, we heard about the Mandalorian TV show. So <laughs> I'll just rattle it off. So this is what you can do with the random useless fact, as Alex has demonstrated. Um, so today's random useless fact is the King of Hearts is the only king without a mustache. Well, a moustache. Mustache? Mustache. Mustache. How are you... You know what a mustache is, right? I know, but you it's know a what weird a human word. is. It's a weird word, though. It is, yeah. It's spelled mustache. Anyway, mustachio. I'm just gonna mute Maggie for a second. <laughs> I would if I could remember which cable is. <laughs> ah, it's the first one. So yeah, Alex, do you have a, a good news for us? I do, by but any chance? at some point, I want to get a deck of cards and find out if that round is actually We've true. We've got a bunch here, so yeah, but I don't know where. That says. There's about I'll ten decks you. of cards. I literally don't know where they that are. Says. Um, yes, good news of the week, I guess. Um, so, the life is filled with shit news, so mm-hmm. just some good news just to yes. cheer everybody up because yep. it's pretty goddamn impressive and why I haven't heard about this, I have no idea. Mm-hmm. So, the polio virus mm-hmm. 
Everyone remembers what polio is. Oh, yeah, it's coming Gone. back now. Back what? into fashion because vaccines aren't being given to children and stuff. That's that's a different podcast. I'm so <laughs> angry I can't even deal with that. The polio virus could be used to tr- to fight brain cancer. That's Let's amazing. just take it a minute to let that soak in. Um, so apparently... When, obviously, the scientists muck about with the virus mm. and things like that, it, it doesn't cause polio, obviously. It's like, mm. hey, your brain tumor's gone, but you got polio, so... <laughs> <laughs> we, could, we could probably give you a brain tumor or something. Um, so it doesn't cause polio, obviously, um, but it attacks the cancer cells in the brain. Um, and apparently 4% of people with brain tumors live longer than three years. So it's super bad, um, but in clinical trials, that number rose to twenty-one percent. That's insane. That's a huge. Boost. Why have we not heard about this? Yeah, right. This is always so surprising that we don't hear about these things. This is amazing. Brain cancer—it's the organ that we don't even understand fully <laughs> yet, and yet we might have figured out a it. way to cure a tumor in it. What? <laughs> So for all of you who are listening who aren't dogs, uh, Maggie <laughs> was very excited about the idea of polio being used to fight brain cancer. That's amazing. And all the anti-vaxxers out there, I hope you die of polio. So, But also, like, can you imagine that conversation of, like, of, like this woman like going in and saying, by the way, for my research trial, I want to uh, give people <laughs> brain cancer um, polio? Sorry, what? Sorry, Deborah. Yeah, yeah. You know how we've got all that polio we don't need now? Yeah. <laughs> uh, can we use it to try and see where the brain cancer would be eradicated by? They're like, seriously? I'll be so annoyed. Really? It's like, I don't know. I was drunk, but I had this dream. It seemed real to me. I so. wrote it on a napkin, but it's kind of smudged now. But it's still legitimate, guys. I'll be so annoyed if any vaccines start claiming credit for it, though. Oh. Can you imagine that? I'd be like, well, you wouldn't have polio if it was for all those vaccines. <laughs> Fucking burn them on a fire. So help me God, I will (laughs) throw an axe at them. Is it polio? It might have been measles. I don't know. Anyway, something's come back that was eradicated. Fucking vaccinate your children. I know. It's not that difficult. I know. Different podcast. Different podcast. Um, But yeah, that about wraps it up for the rough and the GN, both of which you can now find in the episode description. So if you Mm -hmm. want to know what they are, Feel free to just check it out. Yeah, in case you can't understand one of us, you know. Well, both. Um, so, so yeah, find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Interact with us. Let us know you're out there because sharing is caring. Yes, And what else can they do to support the podcast, Alex? You can give us some money. Oh, sorry, you want more details? So there's, <laughs> a, there's a button over on the website. Uh, so there's a button over on the website which will take you to our Kofi page so you can buy us a brew. You can send a couple of quid dollars again our way if you have paypal francs do they still use francs yeah if you've got paypal you can send some money our way um if you do want to donate and you think having a patreon page would be a better idea mm-hmm. get in touch and let us know because that's something we're looking into mm-hmm. um something else that's going on at the minute as well is obviously we're still figuring out a few bumps in the road regarding the rebrand mm-hmm. um so if you guys can get in touch and let us know how you feel about the whole thing obviously mm-hmm. We'll be getting the website sorted, hopefully, by the end of next week. Yeah, hopefully. Fingers crossed. Mm-hmm. The website will be all fixed, and it'll be... Geeks and Marriage will mm-hmm. officially have moved away from the socially core side of things. We'll mm-hmm. now be Geeks and Marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, let us know what you guys think of the rebrand so yeah. far, I think. Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you all very much for listening. Do we have a different outro now? Uh, yeah, we did. I can't remember what it was. Oh, damn. Handshot first. There you go. Handshot first. See, it's not all Star Trek.
Right. Just, just remember shot first, guys. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I've been Maggie. I've been Alec. And we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. From lifestyle and marriage to film and TV, it's Geeks and Marriage, hosted by your favourite geek.